Good morning, world. Welcome back to the What If Project podcast. I am your co-host, Rain. And I'm your co-host, Tracy. And we are two multi-curious gals who are determined to learn self-reliance and build sustainable habits into our lifestyle. We are midway through our Made From Scratch module, so we've got not quite one week under our belts and just a little bit more than one week to go. And we are wrapping up our kitchen-based module, so our, our food stuffs part of what we're doing, and we're getting ready to launch ourselves into our home and hygiene component of the Made From Scratch. But before we get too far into what we're getting ready to do, I do wanna do some wrap up on, on what we're doing and have done so far. So Tracy, how has it been going in your kitchen? Uh, it's been really messy, Rain. Mm, <laughs> yes. Flour is messy. I don't know how bakers do it. I, I, I've, I've left the house on more than one occasion with smudges of white flour on my face or my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so yeah, so, you know, I really realize now why women always wore aprons in the kitchen. But other than being messy, it's been really great. I've never considered myself somebody who really loves to cook or to bake. But to be honest with it, with you, or to be honest with you, the thing that I think I don't love is the cleaning up part. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I avoid the cooking part. And so what I've really found the last week more than anything is, is rediscovering, I actually really do love to cook and I, I'm pretty good at it. And I really like to bake. And according to my husband, it's pretty astonishing. He's like, wow, that came out of our oven. Mm -hmm. So um, that's good. I've enjoyed the recipes a lot. My family has enjoyed them. There's been, you know, a little bit of ability to, to be flexible to kind of meet my family's needs or desires, which has all been great and um, still have a couple days to go. So I think that they're probably most excited about what's coming because those are the goodies that are coming <laughs> over the weekend. Yeah, I've I have enjoyed it too. I definitely think if I could go back in time, I would I would design it a little bit differently. I definitely think in the future as far as like the business part of it, if we were going to redo it, I would either say, "Okay, we're going to do like the bagels one day and then the cream cheese the next day and then something like that just to reduce that workload cuz we are doing our what if project business as something that's supposed to sort of integrate into our life. And we sort of have an agreement. We're trying to keep it to around 10 or 15 hours a week, but I think I'm at least double that so far this week and we still have some time to go. So I have been very overwhelmed by it as far as the business component of it. But as far as the actual like quality of life, bringing it into our home part of it, I have been really, really pleased. The other thing that has been a little anxiety producing for me is thinking, okay, it's this day, I have to do this thing, rather than just saying, okay, these are these are the things that we've got sort of percolating this week, and it's just all in this grab bag, and go into the grab bag and pick out the thing that you can do that day in a way that matches your your time and just like your bandwidth for that moment. Right. Because I think that is the thing about making things from scratch. It is time intensive. It can be labor intensive. It's not always labor intensive, but you don't always have the same bandwidth every day. So, so imagining on Sunday that you're going to be able to accomplish something on Thursday is not necessarily 
a real plan that you can execute as a full-time mom, as a full-time professional, as a full-time entrepreneur. So those sorts of things, I think we forgot as part of this process, but that's all, that's all part of the lesson too. So I, I definitely think there's value in that as well. <laughs> I texted Rain a picture last night with my head ducked down and my face hidden <laughs> because she had just literally was like, I don't think that I'm going to be able to do what we were, you know, was on the docket for today. She's like, mm -hmm. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I sent her a picture because at the same moment I was in the drive-thru line at Chick-fil-A. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to run, you know, to the next town over mm -hmm. and it was getting late and I was supposed to pick up my daughter's friend on the way home. And I just was like, I, I, I literally told her as we pulled into the Chick-fil-A line, which, you know, it's like 45 cars deep. I was mm -hmm. like, I think we should have just gone home and I could have made our stuff. And, and she, she kind of looked at me and like, you can't get out of here now. And she was right. There was no way I could get out of there. <laughs> but I was, and I even started to contemplate, well, maybe I just will not eat Chick-fil-A and just go home. And, um, and then I was like, you know what? No, like we're not, this is the kind of pressure we're not supposed to be putting on ourselves. Right. If right. I was just sitting at home playing Tetris, then no, like get off your butt and go do it. Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? It had been a lot. I'd worked all day and um, I did, I had stopped uh, to make our hummus recipe because I hadn't done that. And I really wanted to do it. I wanted it to be in the fridge over the weekend and made my own nut butter to use in said hummus, which was pretty awesome. That's great. I had not done that ever before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, so, you know, my daughter participated in that with me and had had everything pretty much all cleaned up. And then I took my leftover bread from the soup night. By this time, it's a little bit dried out and just sliced it super, super thin. It was it was easy to slice it really thin with my bread knife and popped it in the oven with a little bit of butter on top. Uh, my daughter dressed it with the melted butter. And it was the perfect little, like, crispy Melba toasty kind of, uh, like, crostini, I think is what they're called, maybe, mm -hmm. I don't know, mm -hmm. um, to eat with some of the hummus. So uh, that was, so I, I did end up doing something from scratch. It just wasn't really what we had planned and only like half of it, but that's okay. That's 100% okay. I really did feel very stressed out, kind of overwhelmed this week in a way that I have not felt yet. Like throughout, really throughout the whole project, we have gone through times that have been very labor intensive. But I think because this piece was like a very, very public piece, I felt a lot of responsibility for getting all of that right, getting all of that done. And and I believe that it's important. So I, so I accept that responsibility. I want that responsibility. But the plan this time was forcing that on me rather than just me going above and beyond or making sure I was getting my pieces straight. So so that's one thing. And then, yeah, that's the other thing, Tracy, like life happens and we do we didn't build that in Friday nights are almost always just I don't care what we eat <laughs> just make it till tomorrow morning it right. can be a bowl of cereal it can be half a sandwich that you dug out of your lunchbox I really don't care at this point make some kind of good choice and let's get to the next day and we didn't build that in so those are things though that are that are lessons learned and I am grateful for them and I'm grateful to be on the lessons learned part of them <laughs> rather, than the, <laughs> rather than the I'm still learning the lesson part because that that was tough. Yes. And, and you know, Fridays are normally twice a month on Fridays. We are out of the house really early because we, we volunteer. 
that's something I've been struggling with because we leave so early and then we're gone over dinner time Mm -hmm. is what do we do? Because then the being able to resist eating out like on the way home and it's normally pretty late Mm -hmm. by then. Um, So that's something I need to put in my back pocket is something that I can, you know, something easy that we can either take with us or that's at home. Maybe it's a crock pot thing <laughs> into crock pots. Um, so I need I need a, a crock pot Yoda to come teach me how to use crock pot. I have several crock pot cookbooks that I would be happy to lend you and you will you will learn the ways of the crock pot warrior. I will feel the force. Yes. Well, awesome. Well, I definitely I, I have enjoyed it. I think my family has enjoyed it. It has been a mess. Uh, And, you know, here's the other thing that I wanted to say, too. I have really, I do enjoy, like, baking. I've said that before. I'm not generally in the kitchen as much as I've been in the kitchen this week. And I have really noticed the flow of my kitchen is a little erratic as far as trying to get everything done. Mm. I have stuff in one spot that I like it, and it's always been there. But when I'm really in heavy use, I'm kind of going back and forth, and I'm walking around stuff, and it wasn't super conducive to doing things efficiently. Yes, absolutely. And and just be like, I know that I have this thing. Where is this thing? Mm -hmm. could have sworn I had a pastry cutter. I was like, I know I have a pastry cutter. Where is it? It probably got taken outside by one of the children or my husband as a tool (laughs) and never made it back inside. I have a lot of kitchen gadgets. I think we talked about this before, you know, when you're in your ebb and flows of, you know, being in the kitchen a lot and then you get out of the kitchen uh, for a season that, you know, you'll, you'll kind of collect all these different uh, little small appliances that are super handy to have. Mm -hmm. And then, as soon as you stop cooking or even making things from scratch, you don't use them anymore, say like a food processor. Mm-hmm. So this was the first time I had used my food processor in probably two years. Right. And I'm like, hello, old friend. <laughs> I pulled my little mini guy out from the cabinet to do the cream cheese. And my daughter was like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. When did we get this? And I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure I had this before I had you. So <laughs> yep. like I've had this since 2000 and yeah. Like whenever. (laughs) This survived Y2K. Trust me. It's going to go. Yes. So I think, you know, like the organization part of where things are stored will begin to shift Mm -hmm. and the need for different kinds of stored solutions might, Mm -hmm. um, you know, change along the way. And even the volume of stuff in the kitchen, I felt like increased and, um, you know, beginning to uh follow some preparedness methods which mm-hmm. i love and i'm so glad rain has really brought that to the table for for me is you know now the the volume of food items with long shelf life is starting to increase so i've i'm like okay i need a different solution so mm-hmm. i would love to have a look at a real like 1950s kitchen and how it was laid out and the tools that they had and that would be so interesting Mm -hmm. i wish my grandma was still around i really do i don't know if you saw this yesterday but i got a giant box in the mail that had Uh some containers in it and i had gotten the idea from mother prepper's account they're not the same containers that she actually used but she was using these pet food containers in place of five gallon buckets And I thought, oh my gosh, what a great idea. I'm willing to give it a shot. Let's see how it works. I had my daughter do the math on on the storage capacity, the volume. And I was like, wow, you know, I am paying a little bit more 
but it's almost 40% more storage capacity. And then it just fits better. I, anyway, I went through all that. But yeah, now, because it's it's squared off, right? It's not yes. a circle, which is great. Yes. Tracy saw the back of my car yesterday. I actually did go to one of the big boxes and I got some big box branded flour and sugar. And so I am getting ready to put those in my Mylar bags and get them into my storage because I've been seeing a bunch of people in my preparedness circles online talking about how they're really having trouble finding flour. We are not having that problem right now, but a lot of times it starts happening in bigger cities. You know, we're sort of on the fringe, literally, of the country. Like, we're way <laughs> on the edge. We're at the dropping off point. Yes. And so a lot of times we feel, we feel some of these shortages later, it seems like, than other people, but then they mm -hmm. go later than other people, too. So, like, people will start talking about, oh, this is happening. And that's when I'm like, ding, ding, ding. I'm going to go ahead and start getting myself into position that when I can't find it here, I've got what I need. And I'm not talking about hoarding. I, I'm not a hoarder, but I do have a family of four. So I'm trying to tell you my story <laughs> about this big box. So my plan, Tracy, this weekend is I'm literally going to take that big box. I'm going to put it in my kitchen and I'm going to go through every single like appliance drawer because during my decluttering, I did like under my sinks and I did my food storage. I did all my food cabinets but i didn't do my plates and cups and appliances and that kind of stuff i think i've got stuff that i don't know where it is or i thought i had it but now i can't find it i'm going to pull everything out i'm going to put my eyes on literally everything and i'm going to say okay i still want you and i'm going to put you in a better place or holy moly i didn't even know you lived here like you get to go live at someone else's house and i'm going to use yeah. that big box and that's what it's going to be for <laughs> Well, you know, Rain, the last time that I was really actively involved and had an intimate relationship with my kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, hey, baby. Ooh, <laughs> she, she does such fine things for me. <laughs> I know. I do love my kitchen. Um, but I, it was a different kitchen. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Like, literally, we completely remodeled our kitchen um, um, about a year ago. Mm -hmm. And so... In the last year, I have not been like super, you know, it's just been like open the cabinet, grab the thing, you know, do the thing, mm -hmm. grab the plate, you know, like it hasn't been like fully functioning, mm -hmm. made from scratch kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I'm learning that, you know, okay, I really haven't even used this space because this space is holding stuff that I haven't used in like a whole year or more. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't, like we said earlier, it just doesn't work well, but it's also, it's not working well because I didn't build it right or I don't have the right, you know, like uh, your uh, cookie sheets and flat things. And when then they stack on top of each other mm -hmm. and then it's impossible to get the one back on the bottom if you, <laughs> and like you're, you know, cussing as you're pulling everything out and trying yeah. to get the one off the bottom. Like, yeah. or, you know, it's, it's a nightmare. And so like a solution, if I'm going to use those items, I need it to be easy to get them in and and out you know mm -hmm. like um so yeah a little work to do yeah. yeah and it doesn't need to sound like there's like a baby elephant like busting out of your right. like, cabinet space like, or or like more more in my case you know i go back and i'm like who put this yeah. glass baking dish here this isn't where it goes <laughs> yes that's who didn't saying. follow the proper stacking technique <laughs> now eat this bread that i made because i love you so much <laughs> right and yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly and you know i want to say too how appreciative i am of this module 
and on so many levels. And I know you've put so much hard work into it. And this last week has been a beast of a week. So I just want to express my gratitude and also just for (laughs) anyone else listening, like content creation is no joke. If you at all ever stop and look at those cute videos on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, because they're everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, used to it was good enough. You could just use a picture mm-hmm. and maybe put some graphics on it. Like that was that was good enough. And that's not good enough anymore. I mean, it's not as fun. I love watching videos, too. But that takes a crap a ton of time. Yeah. So just imagine, you know, making from scratch is already like time consuming, but then you add, now let me grab a video of each piece or each step of this. And then you have to go edit that video together. And even if it's a quick video, it takes time. And you do that times four, times five, times six. Um, You know, it's it's a lot. So I just want to give a shout out to all the content creators out there because (laughs) We understand. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of work. So it, don't it ever, is. ever make fun of a content creator. Like, all they ever do, they're just generating content. Like, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's for, it is, it's like a full, it's a full-time job. It literally is a full-time job. So coming up is going to be our home and hygiene component. Now this one is going to be much less labor intensive. So hooray for that. But I don't think it's going to be any less useful or important or impactful as far as consequences in our home and for our families. So Tracy has a list of things. Tracy, I've added your stuff to my list and then I'll just go through. I think we're now two, four, six. I have 10 items on here and all of these are are easy to do. Okay. So like for the body stuff, we've got the dry shampoo. We've got, I was thinking maybe like a toothpaste. Um, or a mouth rinse, one of those. And then I have a muscle soak bath. And I was thinking about that for my daughter who is an athlete and she's injured right now. So she's taking some baths and and she's also having to use crutches. So she's her muscles are kind of sore. So I thought that that might be a nice surprise for her. Everything else is really household stuff or extra. So then we've got the shower spray, uh, an all-purpose cleaner, a citrus disinfectant, a glass cleaner. And then I was thinking maybe a, a spot mildew remover because I have a single pane, a large single pane window in my front, in the front of my house that's north facing. And we get massive temperature differences between the inside and the outside. It gets the condensation on the inside. So it's super wet. It looks like mm-hmm. I'm looking through, like I'm at the aquarium. <laughs> and then, uh, so it gets kind of moldy in there. So I was thinking that might be helpful. And then we've got the shoe deodorizer and a basic oven cleaner because i need to clean my oven oh my gosh mine is terrible after this horrible yeah is there anything on there that you're just like eh none of that doesn't really float my boat no i mean i think all of those are things that i could use and would use these are not anything that's going to take a lot of time so my kind of idea like to put together it's really just do i have enough bottles to right to, to make i was i was like uh i should have ordered some bottles a couple of days ago i i have to go out this afternoon so i will keep my eye open if i find some cute inexpensive glass bottles i'll pick them up for us and i probably have some tiny ones but i know i don't have any big ones i think these are all achievable over the course of the next week, because I think a couple of them, you could do two or even three in a day and then just kind of drip out the content. I love Tracy says drip out all the time when we're talking about how we're going to release our information. (laughs) And I love I really love that phrase. So now I'm saying it too, because I'm a professional. 
So <laughs> how do you want to drip out this content, Tracy Louise? I think we should do them in groups. I think we should do the the body stuff together and then do the household together just to kind of focus on those different areas. Okay. So Monday, we're doing the muscle soak, and that's me. Tuesday, dry shampoo, that's you. Wednesday, toothpaste, that's me. Thursday is going to be the shoe deodorizer, but we're going to put it together. We're going to do it together, film it together, and then I'll put it on the feed. Friday is oven cleaner, that's me. Saturday, shower cleaner or shower spray, that's you. And Sunday is going to be the citrus disinfectant or the all-purpose cleaner or both. I guess I could probably do both because I think those ingredients are very similar. Okay, so that still only left me with two. Are you okay with that? Because I'm happy to take another one. I can take the responsibility for posting the shoe deodorizer stuff that we do together. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. But I don't want to load you down too much because you're going to be ramping up at the same time that you're traveling for our next module. So I I do want to be careful of that as well. We'll be all right. Are we good on week two? Yes, we'll just gather. Are we? Should we each be responsible for our own recipes and then providing that to the other, or getting them on the Pinterest board? That would be good. Otherwise, I actually have. I have a book. Um, it's a Reader's Digest homemade how to make hundreds of everyday products book. And I just I tried to stay centralized this time because one of my problems from last week was that I was pulling ideas from different locations and that got a little overwhelming for me when I finally made my choices of what we were going to do and then I had this saved here and this printed from there so I tried I tried to streamline it this time so all of my stuff is coming out of this book but yes what I will do is I will make sure that I get that all written up somehow and shareable somehow and then cited obviously i want to talk about our earth day everyday challenge because we forgot to build that into the podcast last week and it's something that we're very very excited about and it has it has some sort of like business decision points that are bigger than just this so tracy take it away girl oh rain you want me to talk about earth day every day i do i do so we decided Well, I'm not sure how much we, Tracy, really, really, really wanted to do an Earth Day every day for the whole month of April. Earth Day is April 22nd. My birthday is April 20th. Easter always falls in there. And I just absolutely love the month of April. It's it's kind of, for me, like a turning point in the year. And I just love it. So I try to live a very eco-conscious lifestyle and it is very difficult when you're working 50 sometimes 60 hours a week and you know buying convenience things like it does not always go the way that i would like it to go so i really wanted to challenge myself during the month of april to really live each and every day really aware fully aware of what was going on around me and the things that I was consuming and how I was consuming them, what was going in the trash, what's going in the recycling bin, how am I interacting with my environment? Am I continuing to be a part of the problem or am I being a part of a solution? Am I educating myself to um, you know, some of the problems and issues? Do I even know what the real problems and issues are? So thus was born the Earth Day Everyday Challenge, which you can see we have started to post about it over on our social media channels. And we're just inviting anybody who wants to participate and participation is super easy. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is use the hashtag Earth Day Everyday Challenge. So that's pretty simple. And then if you're engaging in some kind of activity, 
I would encourage it to be on a daily basis, but hey, if you miss a day, you miss a day. It's no big deal. Um, but there's all kinds of activities that you can participate in. Those are completely up to you. We've created a list. So I have a list of 30 items that are on the initial Earth Day Everyday Challenge post. And you can look at those and see if there's anything on there you want to do. And it could be as simple as, you know what, I'm to, uh, for today, I'm just going to say no to plastic straws. Now, you can't cheat and be like, the day that I stay inside the house all day, I'm going to say no to straws. But like, it doesn't work that way. Like, well, the day, <laughs> Wait, the what? Day that, the day that you're out busy running errands and you're going, you know, you're going to be going out to dinner and, and those kinds of things, like, on those days, like make it an intention, like I'm going to go out and I am not going to use plastic straws today. Um, and I would encourage say no straws at all, because even paper straws do create waste. Uh, even the ones that they say are biodegradable. Well, did you know that they're only biodegradable in the right environment? If they're put in the landfill, that is not the right environment for those kind of products to biodegrade. Mm -hmm. So um, they have to be put in a special kind of compostable situation. Um, so like even that, like just spending a day, you know, educating yourself just, a, you know, a few minutes of a day, that could be an activity. It could be spending time in nature, spending time near water, um, auditing your trash. Like what, it, what is it I'm putting in my trash? So there's all kinds of ideas and you might have your own ideas and always say is participate, post a picture to your own social media channels, use the hashtag Earthy Everyday Challenge and collectively we can make a difference. Yes. I love the idea of auditing your trash. So one thing that I have been trying to be conscious about is like my recycling. We have a recycling program-ish here where I have a friend of mine who had, we have a military community around here. So we get lots of people who have been lots of places throughout the globe at lots of different times in their lives. And she had, before she came uh, here to where we are, she had been living in Germany and the Germans are evidently, well, the Germans are very practical, very efficient. And uh, they they evidently know how to recycle. And I remember the one of the very first times she had come into my house and she was like, I had put, I think like one of the, um, one of the plastic grocery bags I had put into my recycle bin. And she was like, what are you doing? And she was like, that's not recyclable. And I was like, well, what do you mean? It's plastic, it's not recyclable. And she was like, no, Americans do not understand. We don't, <laughs> we, don't we really understand. truly don't. But you know, like, you know, like soda bottles, I drink, I do, I drink a soda most, most days of the week. And uh, the whole bottle is not recyclable. Like I know sometimes the top is not recyclable unless it does say it. And sometimes you have to separate it. And then like the little plastic peel. And I don't know the rules for that. Like, I don't know how to audit my trash. I don't know how to audit my recycle. So I am really excited about learning more about that as well. And 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 I feel like even just, if I just take the effort over the next month and learn about all the different component pieces of my soda bottle, I feel like I will have done something real. Yes, because you know, information is knowledge. Or no, that's not, <laughs> information is knowledge. In fact, it is. Yes, you are so right, Tracy. Information is power. And when we know better, then we have a tendency to do better mm -hmm. um, and just and not just do things blindly. So I I think there may I may try to organize us a trip to the recycling center, like the big one in our area, mm -hmm. just so we can see firsthand what exactly is going on there and really hear from the source you know what's well where does where does that pile of plastic really go mm -hmm. um so 
Um, you know, we've we've watched some documentaries as part of the Made from Scratch. So I think that that'll be part of um, our Earth Day Everyday uh, module as well mm-hmm. is, you know, just again, arming ourselves with good information that's globally, but also locally so that we can make better decisions about the place that we we claim to love so much. Mm-hmm. Like we you hear us say all the time, like how much we love where we live and <laughs> my sister was trying to convince me earlier this week to move to Tennessee and I was like yep unless it gets salt water that ain't <laughs> happening <laughs> like um no like I love I love where we live so much that I would I would never really have any desire to move anywhere else mm-hmm. and I but I really also want to protect it fiercely um I want to protect our waterways I want to protect our ecosystem um, you know, we live right on the coast. And so we have so many estuaries and the, you know, where all the babies are born. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's the, the wildlife is so diverse from, you know, what you would find inland versus right, you know, then we have great white sharks living off the coast too. <laughs> Once I get started, I can't stop. That's okay. That's part of why we're doing this though, because we don't want to stop. Like we don't want to stop. This is important. This is something that is a value that we hold very strongly. You know, Tracy was talking about, I I brought some preparedness awareness to the table in a way that she is really appreciative of, appreciative of, and she is really bringing some environmental warrior stuff to the table in a way that I have always believed it to be important, but I, I have never put the energy in it in the way that she has. And so I'm so excited, Tracy, about what you can do for us personally and privately and then publicly as well. So yeah, uh, I'm here for the Earth Day Everyday Challenge. Every day. Not even April. Every day. Every day. All 30 days of April and hopefully beyond. Yes, I love it. So yeah, so we are very excited about our Earth Day Everyday Challenge. It deserves space and time and enthusiasm. We do have a business meeting, like an all-day business planning strategy session planned for tomorrow. And one of the things that we are going to talk about is how we can get these monthly themes onto our feed in a way that we are still managing our modules the way that we want to be, but also we are giving these kind of bigger, larger themes an opportunity to live and breathe there as well. So that's going to be fun to to hash out, I'm sure. (laughs) Okay. So now as far as like uh, some of the nuts and bolts, the stuff that's not quite as exciting to talk about, but still (laughs) just as vital. April 15th is the filing deadline for our LLC annual report paperwork. We were able to do that online. And so I did that last week. And so we are now back in business through April 15, Yay! So that is good news. And that was very easy. The other really big thing, I think, other than, of course, our monthly theme is our website. So last week we were talking and we said, okay, we think it's going to be ready to go by Wednesday. We've already talked about the fact that this week has been bananas for both of us. And so it is, it's been a little bit slower, but Tracy has put a lot, a lot, you guys, of time and energy and effort into getting this thing up and running. Part of the holdup is on me. She's asked me to do QA of some of the more technical pages, and I just have not had, I have not had the bandwidth to do that. Once that's done, are we ready to go live or do we want to give it one more day since we've got tomorrow planned together as well? I say we push live. We'll push live tomorrow while we're together. I feel like that's a little celebratory moment. We'll grab a pic together. Okay, great. 
I I am at the bottom of my list of notes here for episode 23. What have I, have I forgotten anything? I have one thing that I would like to discuss. Go for it. One of the things that Rain and I both discovered this week by happy accident was that we both were individually seeing our families really start to get on board. Yes. And so I looked back and I was like, you know, we started the intentional spending module at the very, very end of February. And it, so it was exactly one month, like literally 30, 31 days from the point of starting the intentional spending module, which is where we had to like start to crack down on our family and be like, we're spending too much money doing this convenient stuff. Mm -hmm. And to the point of them like, oh, wait, this isn't so bad. Let me participate. It was exactly a month. So I just, you know, wanted to make sure that we mentioned that because I think that that's a struggling point when you're not getting the positive feedback or encouragement or participation from your family. It's become so easy to be like, well, if I'm the only one doing this, why would I, why am I going to bother? It's, you know, it's too much work, which it is. It's a crap ton of work. That's no lie. My husband took time for the first time to sit and like look through our Instagram feed. He doesn't do social media. So he had not seen any of it. And he's like, wow, you guys made all that? Meaning like the reels and the videos and the graphic content. I was like, yeah. And the website's coming. And then he wanted to know, well, how, how do you plan to make money with this? So he was asking like very great questions. And I don't know, I felt very encouraged by that. And then that exact same day or the next day, Rain was like, I really think my family's getting on board. Yeah, I'm totally paraphrasing here, but I've seen it over and over again through my life. And it's just, it's that thing that says, you know, it takes four weeks for you to see the results of you building a habit or making effort towards something, eight weeks for the people who are closest to you to see it and 12 weeks for the world at large, right? And And I've always seen that cycle through like health and fitness forum kind of right. things. But I think it's true. I think it is about building habits and intention. And obviously you are going to see the results of those things happening first. And we have been seeing also in our business on our social sites, we have been seeing some real growth. I think we've gained like 20 new followers over the last week or so, and they've been legitimate. They've been legitimate people. They are people who are in our sphere of what we are interested in, what we are doing. So it is all coming together. Consistency is key, you know, and it's so hard to be consistent. This week has shown me how hard it is to be consistent. Part of the issue is that we don't give ourselves the breaks that we deserve. We don't build in the rest opportunities. We don't build in that pause. And that is something that Tracy and I have talked about all along. We need to make sure we build in the pause. Yeah, I mean, it is really so essential. And I know we if we were with, you know, another group of women, we would be preaching that hard, but taking the own our own advice is <laughs> yeah. easier said than done. But it really is a, a piece of the secret to success. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, my friend, is there anything else? Nope. I'm really looking forward to the, the next week. I love some DIY products. So this is right up my alley. I love it. Love it. And it's something I've been wanting to get back to and have kept telling myself when this runs out, I'm not going to buy another one. I'm going to make it, but I haven't made it to doing that yet. <laughs> so this is right on time. Perfect. 
Okay, well then, if you are satisfied with the content that we have got in the can, I would say that's a wrap. That's a wrap.